0: Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, it's Nobody Likes Casey McClain. This episode features my pal, Jess Everett, who you can find on uh, Instagram at, I think it's like, it's Jess Everett? That might be true. Let's let's check that out. Uh, Jess Everett is a very funny comedian. He's a guy who I've known for so long. Um, It's a, I'm Jess Everett. Jess is a guy that I've... I mean, was doing... I think he was the producer of the second open mic I ever did. If not the second open mic, at least the second different venue that I performed in. Uh, When I started comedy, he was doing this show in a coffee shop in Tacoma, Washington that would get absolutely zero audience members. The, uh, The owner of the coffee shop was suffering from like severe kidney disease boy i hope that guy's all right (laughs) he was always a nice dude to me um but i would watch him because this business would be uh struggling they sold coffee during the day it was called b sharp and they had this like kind of cool space but it was made for music and they just on mondays no no i guess what was it tuesdays I think it was Tuesdays, because I used to do another show on Tuesdays. I would, like, leave. Jess was also the first uh, person to, like, give me some preferential treatment. Jess and his his girlfriend, Cameron, who were, uh, was a comedian at the time also. She is since, um, like, a hero. She quit doing comedy. Nothing against her. Just, you know, I'm an asshole, I guess. I don't know. Cameron was... I thought she was very funny, but uh, anyway... No need to, no need to derail, uh, the entire podcast yes, on me feeling self conscious about sounding like a misogynist when what I really meant was everyone should quit comedy besides me. B Sharp was this, uh, was this little coffee shop. They had like, they would serve alcohol at night, but they didn't, they sure they didn't make any money off alcohol. And this dude, I would watch him, uh, so I'd be sitting in the, in the place and there was, I mean, it was just, like, the absolute newest comedians in the area would do this open mic. And some, like, classic what what has come to be known as edgelords would do this room. People who, by the way, some of whom, I mean, many of whom have quit comedy. Uh, one of them is a, this dude named, this. I met this dude there named John Carden, who now opens for uh, uh, Jay Okerson and is open for a bunch of people. He's living in Austin now, probably have him on the podcast uh next week, or not next, yeah, fuck, it is next week, I'll probably talk to him, I'm I'm trying to get some, because I know a, a, a couple people who've moved to Austin and are, who are doing very well, in fact, many of the people you have seen doing well in Austin, Texas, are from the Seattle scene at some point, Uh Hans Kim was just on a fucking private jet with Joe Rogan, and... I remember going, like, he'd be sitting in the back of an open mic when I showed up. Like, so Any anyway, Jess Everett's my buddy. He came to these shows with me in Pasco and uh, Moses Lake, Montana. He drove. I paid for 100% of the gas, but he drove 100% of the way. So that I could, uh, fly home for Easter and I had Easter with my family. So this is, this is Jess Ever. The, the point of this is all to say Jess is my buddy. You might even hear me see, say some like kind of rough things <laughs> to him, but it's, it's all out of, uh, friendship. And I trust, trust me, whatever we say off mic is way worse than what's being said on this podcast. Um, I have some dates coming up, but by the way, I'm getting shit canceled like crazy. I was supposed to be, at the opening of the new cap city, not the opening, but the, um, I was supposed to be on one of the early shows at the new cap city in Austin, Texas. And that has been delayed. So I will be in uh Georgetown, Texas, wherever the fuck that is on Thursday, the 28th. And then I will be at, uh, the Creek in the cave in Austin, Texas, the next two days. And we'll see after that. I don't know. Oh, by the way, Friday, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, I will be on a show in Seattle at a place called like the Blue Bar. Um, I'm doing a corporate gig. Oh, fuck. I gotta, I gotta follow up with Josh Firestein on this. I have a court. We have a corporate gig on May 11th. Shehalis, Washington, May 14th. So (laughs) I had a, I had a show that was supposed to be in Burien and a show that was supposed to be in Puyallup on the 20th and 21st. (laughs) Those both got canceled. It's quite a source of contention in my life. Um, without calling out the booker, perhaps the most annoying way I've ever been canceled on a show. Fuck, was that annoying? Uh, truly like a, like a real fucking indication of how little a person values you. Uh, and then the next weekend, I was supposed to be in Cascade, Idaho and, uh, with Gabe Rutledge. And apparently the booker or the, the venue, not the booker, but the venue has stopped. They're like out of communication with the the booker. So I have plane tickets and shit built or ready for that. And uh, there's a very good chance I will be going to Idaho that weekend. But if I don't do Cascade, Idaho with Gabe, I will be taking significantly less money to go uh, open for my friend Monica Nevy. At lounge at the end of the universe in Boise, Idaho, because I already have tickets to the airport. So like, what the fuck? Oh my God. comedy's so annoying sometimes. Uh, no major comedy shows the next week because I'm taking my wife to see Chris Stapleton in Portland, Oregon. And then June is shaping up, by the way, uh, collector's choice in uh where do you call that place? What is it? Uh, Snohomish. That'll be a show that I'm on. And Appleton, Wisconsin, headlining June twenty fourth, twenty-fifth, uh Louisville, Kentucky, June or July fourteenth through seventeenth, opening for Gabe Rutledge, the fourteenth. Oh my god, what a disgusting sounding burp. Um Opening for Gabe fourteenth through sixteenth, and then it's maybe co headlining or headlining the seventeenth. So Please go and then, uh, Raymond Washington, the 21st, Olympia Washington, the 23rd. I'm going to be spending a lot of time in Washington. Some of these road gigs. Man, maybe I should just cancel that Idaho weekend. If I'm not going to make money off of it, maybe I should. Anyway, this is Jess Everett. We were driving back from, uh, Big Fork, Montana. At some point in this, we reference, uh, doing a, like a follow up episode. Here's the follow up. Just got home safely. <laughs> That's pretty much it. He hit traffic in Tacoma. We had an arduous path back from Montana. We had, I took these gigs in April because I was like, Oh, the weather is going to be fine. Uh, not a stressful drive. And then we got snow on this Naquami pass. Uh, we were going to golf, golf got canceled because the golf courses were frozen. And then we got snow all the way to Montana, but light snow, not sticking snow. And then on the way home, you'll hear it. We had to, st- I had to stop doing the podcast because we needed all of our concentration to, and, and I'm talking about me as a passenger. I'm like the fucking rally nav, like the rally car navigator going like, Oh, this lane's better. This lane's better. Fuck, that's a deer. We saw probably 25 deer, many of whom were just standing in the middle of the freeway. We missed them all. Luckily we never hit like super bad. We never thought about chaining up, but it was like, going downhill, uh, backside of the pass or like a couple of times like pulled off because we're like, fuck that truck behind us. He's a lot more comfortable than we are. So we're going to pull off and let him pass. Cause he can't I mean, just would say it. He can't stop as fast as we can. So <laughs> very stressful. And then I got to uh, Spokane airport at about 2am. Our trip from Montana was supposed to take three and a half hours. It ended up taking like five and a half hours. I get there. Uh, this is days. You'll know now that the um, the mask mandate at airports has ended, but it had not when I flew on Sunday morning. And so I didn't have a mask because, I mean, I, I, I actually, here's the thing. I meant to grab a mask. I meant to grab a mask when I left because I knew I'd be flying. I knew this mandate was still going to be in place forgot to do it. I was like, I'll pick one up along the way. Turns out Eastern Washington, uh, Northern Idaho and Montana are not rich with masks right now. So I got to the airport thinking, well, they'll probably have masks available or I can buy a mask in there, but I didn't get one in the meantime. And so I had to use Jess's like old gross mask and, uh, I couldn't find him. I tried to buy a mask. I wanted to take this mask off. I ended up wearing Jess's old gross mask. I probably drooled in it. I probably consumed, through my own saliva, consumed whatever was disgusting in this mask. So, got home, had a fun fun Easter with my daughter. Uh, My wife really knocked it out of the park, by the way. First time I've ever felt like a fucking army husband where, like, I come home and she's got everything fucking figured out. Easter planned. Some stuff to do at home. We go to our in laws or my in laws, her parents. Very fun time. Got home, slept for like eleven fucking hours. i so tired. Um. Okay. So without further ado, please check out my Substack. By the way, I think I plug it on the on the podcast. It's recorded on my phone. We did the best we could. It was, I think, very entertaining. Please enjoy Jess Everett and I um, talking a lot. By the way, about a heckler in Moses Lake who you can check out my YouTube Casey or YouTube.com slash Casey McLean. And, uh, the video of that heckler, at least the part during my part of the show is up. All right. Thanks everybody. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Uh, this is a podcast the nobody likes Casey McClain podcast. Uh, I'm Casey McLean. I'm in a car at 9, or no, 10.05 Montana time, p.m., with young Jess Everett. Hello? When's your birthday?
1: April 24th, 1985. I'm actually older than
0: you. Yeah. Wow, by over, no, over a year? Are you 36? I'll
1: be 37.
0: Wow. Embarrassing. Yeah. Um... We're at the very tail end of a comedy weekend and it took us to such scenic places as Pasco, Washington Moses Lake, Washington and Big Fork, Montana and then every single stretch of I-90 in between (laughs) Uh, Did
1: you say this is your first road weekend? Um, I guess technically not. It's my first, well, yeah, because I did Spokane in December, so it's like my second road weekend back. Uh, oh, since, coming, since yeah, COVID, gotcha. Coming back from comedy, yeah. Is it your first, like, three
0: city, yes. three hotels? Yes, it absolutely is. Probably the worst way to do a road weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: been an experience, for sure.
0: I'm very appreciative to, uh... Ying, I can't remember your last name. Vigilant? Vigilant, Ying, Vigilant. Vigilant. And, uh, Dease Casillas. I actually tried to record a podcast with Deese and we got down some dark paths. <laughs> and then when he sent me the file, it was, like, skipping back and forth. It was, like, skipping huge chunks of audio. Ah. Uh. Which was sad, because we talked about a, uh we talked about a guy committing suicide and it was like, I thought actually like a great example of how comedians deal with suicide. Like a guy that I wouldn't call him my friend. I liked him. Um,
1: he was that guy that spoke him. Yes. Okay.
0: And, uh, but he was like, I'm like our mutual friend, Greg Beachler. I think he might've been his best friend. Oh, wow. And, uh, he was friends with these. Um, and then it was like you know I actually thought it was like very it was just a perfect example in my opinion of how comedians deal with that and then it got it got cut so that's why you haven't heard Dees Casillas on this podcast but he'll he'll be on here at some point um, so he books these shows in Moses Lake and Cal or uh, he always says Calispell and then he said Big Fork this time at the Flathead Lake Brewing Company which is so much nicer than I thought it was going to be.
1: Oh, yeah, like, by a lot. Yeah. I had no idea what to expect uh, Yeah, it at w- all about Montana in general. But then, yeah, hidden, seeing that place was really, really
0: neat. Yeah, I was, um, last year I went to Bozeman, Billings, Helena, and Townsend, I think. I always get the Townsend and Livingston, Montana mixed up. Even though I've never been to one of them. I don't know why. Nah, yeah. Brains don't work well. Especially yours.
1: Yeah, but yeah.
0: Um, and it's like, I actually didn't think Montana was beautiful at all in that trip. <laughs> like, it was October, so there was no snow, which is actually good. But it, it's like not the way Montana looks beautiful. It's like all brown and... Land. Yeah. And I don't know if this is just because we were in western Montana or what, but it's like, yeah, it was pretty cool. The drive was nice. Yeah, it was a really beautiful landscape. I I was enjoying myself. And we're presently trying both not to hit deer or. It's fucking snowing in the middle of April. It's tax day on Monday, and it's snowing on the mountain passes that we're driving on in. It's actually pretty good right now. It's not snowing at this exact moment. We're getting past left and right.
1: (laughs) Every single car that's been behind us uh, has been much more comfortable than I am
0: currently. Which I I applaud you for driving cautiously. Uh, I am also a stupid man who booked a flight in, to save about $70, I booked a flight in Spokane instead of Missoula. We could have gotten a hotel out here And I could have flown from Missoula on a full night's sleep, gotten home probably at roughly the same time for like $70 more. And I was like, no, how about we drive back to Spokane the night of our last show?
1: And then for me back to Post Falls, Idaho from Spokane, Uh, if I knew that when you said it costs more, it was a $70 difference, I would have given you seventy dollars <laughs> I don't think
0: you would have back then. <laughs> well, we also were going to try to get the hotel to be in Spokane,
1: but it's just, apparently Spokane's like insanely expensive. It is very expensive, yeah. I think the cheapest one I could find was like 200 or something like that.
0: I think your brain doesn't work very well. I think that's your multiple sclerosis. Oh, style. that was for
1: the weekend. That was for the weekend. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. when I did Spokane for it. so.
0: Jess has multiple sclerosis. I
1: do. Several.
0: Several scleroses. Um, I did get... I think I told you this, but I got into an argument with a woman on Twitter when the whole Jada Pinkett Smith thing happened. Because she's like, I have MS. Would you make fun of someone with MS? And I'm like, I've recently made fun of someone with MS. <laughs> we did a roast show, and I made fun of Jess's <laughs> sclerosis.
1: I imagine... I don't know if there. I there's got to be other comics that have MS. Uh, I don't know of anybody. Right. So with that, I think I've. Pro- I'm probably made fun of for having MS more than any other person that's had MS. <laughs> that, that's probably true. Um.
0: Okay, so the first night, Red Lion Hotel, light turnout.
1: Yes, thin, a thin crowd
0: Yes, a thin show Yin kept saying yeah, a thin, thin show thin Which show. I thought was nice Considering I was headlining it It felt good to hear it was a thin show you Yeah, know? yeah uh, I thought that show was fun It was To be completely honest We did the worst on that show Of any of the shows Like our, in my opinion The audience reaction was the worst Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure It was the best housing situation, though. By far. (laughs) We were a one-minute, maybe, walk from our room to the stage. It was the rare luxury in
0: comedy of being able to perform in the same building as you are staying. You open with a joke about how you've never masturbated so close to where you're going to do comedy. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh... Very comfortable. If we could, if we could have just stayed there the whole weekend, man, what a what a dream.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. If actually, if you could combine that housing situation with this room in Big Fork, that would be like the ultimate.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about yeah, Cool someday.
1: Big Fork. Someday.
0: someday. Um, was that a sh- a strip club ad? I don't know what that was. There was definitely some scantily clad women and I don't think I'm going to a like central Montana strip club.
1: Yeah, yeah. That sign was in the worst possible spot too. I mean, I'm sure it it was, they couldn't help it because that's where the place is, but right on a curve, on a blind curve.
0: True. They They need one way several miles that's like when you get to the blind curve, take a right, Montana's finest are are (laughs) dancing in. Um, all of the strippers have seven kids So the show there uh, I It was thin We found out because the owners of the hotel Who are Indian Have blocked off a bunch of hotel rooms For the weekend Because their son is getting married in the area And a lot of their families coming in from India So apparently a lot of the clientele for that show Are guests of the hotel Which makes sense so, thin show, and I did not feel like I gave my best performance, and I'm sure it's partially the show's fault, but we got done, and shout out to, uh, I think his name was V, the bartender, who gave us as many free drinks as he could figure out how to give <laughs> us before it became a problem, and he had to start charging us for drinks, and... Uh, and then, when we were two of three patrons left in the bar, uh, another guy that was oh. behind us... <laughs> I he, forgot about this. He came up and he was like, play, he's an Indian guy. I think probably knows the groom, I would have guessed. Yeah. Have guessed. Um, and he goes... But, I mean, Pasco doesn't have an enormous Indian population, I don't think. It's uh, predominantly Latino, Yeah, I believe. Yes. So, uh... Um, comes up and he's like, play some Punjabi music. And the guy, V, behind the bar was a guy from uh, Rainier Beach High School. He was playing hip-hop all night. And I was like, dude, there is Punjabi hip-hop if you want to find some. And so we were listening to Punjabi hip-hop, and this guy took that as an invitation. He wanted to buy us drinks very badly. We were done drinking, but we were especially done drinking when he Started rubbing my front and back and asking for my phone number. <laughs> I've never been like truly me too'd like that, I don't uh, think. Yeah. Like he It was an odd situation. Like and we he spoke zero English. He just kept touching my body and talking about like put his phone on the counter, he's like, Give me your phone number, I'll see you later tonight. You come drink in my room. Like, what are we doing here, dude? <laughs>
1: And also, not including you. Oh, no, he didn't give a fuck about me. He was cordial with me, but, uh, yeah. You were but an obstacle
0: in the way of him scoring his dream boy. Yeah,
1: yeah. He did seem like he would have been a gentle lover. Yes.
0: I do think it was a little bit insulting to you that he didn't assume we were still, we were together, you know? Mmm, well, yeah. Um. So then. The next morning we left early with the hopes of playing 18 holes of golf at a place called Sage Hills RV and Golf Club. Only the classiest golf courses on the road for Casey and Jess, okay? Only the classiest. And it turns out that on that day, Sage Hills was only an RV park Not a golf club that day. Not open. Frozen. Oh, that was the other thing, too, by the way. I took the gigs this month in April because I was like, oh, we'll be out of the season that it's snowy. Yeah. It'll It'll be. And then driving over Snoqualmie Pass, there was snow. Driving to Montana. We're driving in snow right now. We're risking our lives to put out this podcast. By the way, my voice is going to be fucking trashed tomorrow at Easter. Oh, yeah. We've also seemed to, uh... Jess has acquired... I acquired my daughter's cold, and Jess has acquired that cold from me. So we're feeling great in the old, uh, car here. It's... We're really roughing it. Um... Anyway... So, we go there, and then we put in a reservation for a tea time at, uh, the links at Moses Point, which is, like, I think it might be the fanciest public golf course in Moses Lake. It might be the only public golf course in Moses Lake. But it's pretty fancy, from what I understand. What does this say? I
1: it's telling me to slow down.
0: Oh, that's telling you to slow down, but this is telling you to take a right up here? Yeah. Oh, gotcha, okay. Oh, there is a Sometimes I, uh, get worried that people, if I'm, like, in my car talking, Take
1: the next right onto Mount Highway people will West. know where I live
0: because it gives them directions directly to my house. Oh. Yeah. But we're in Montana, so we're safe. They'll know what hotel you were in Saturday night. That's <laughs> that's as bad as it's going to get.
1: Continue for 40 and we
0: minutes. definitely won't be recording this that long. For the love of God, that would be insane. Hot springs. I don't think there's any hot springs out here. That's not boring. right now, they're not. Um So we go to the golf course. Also the thing that was weird is like they were very casual about the like giving you the information that you weren't golfing today.
1: Yeah, you got the notification at our first tee time that we no longer had a tee time.
0: Right. We had already decided we weren't golfing because the whole course we drove all the way to it and it was covered in ice. And I was just imagining having to ask you for red... Because you play with red balls. Yeah. Because your eyeballs don't work very well. Nope. Great person to be driving home, by the way. Jess is driving.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, can't spot a white ball in the snow. But, or in the, in, the, <laughs> in the grass. But we're driving in snow to, for four
1: hours. Exciting. It's going to be a trip. I hope this podcast actually comes out. Yeah, that would be. I hope it. I hope it's picking me up. I'm. I, oh, you'll be fine. I'm trying to project.
0: It's uh, no. You're doing fine. It will pick you up quiet. just fine. I mean, I hope we don't crash. Over oh
1: yeah. If it. What if we record like your best podcast, but it ends with us crashing?
0: Well, it would be a good time at the, that point for me to remind you to go to Substack, <laughs> CaseyMcLean.substack.com. Where I have started a written blog. And also there will be secret episodes of the podcast. Or like private episodes. You can subscribe for 5 bucks a month. $50 a year. Or if you're like my pal. Backwards Trevor. Uh, who is. He paid a $150 for one year subscription. And that earns him a shout out. Can you believe that I have a fan. That paid $150 just to I'm right now I'm gonna be just doing a podcast to him yeah like an extra podcast each week
1: just to him yeah for $150 it's a ripoff
0: so anyway we get to Moses Lake and we had already had to delay our tee time quite a bit and then we ended up hitting the driving range both just hit the ball like total shit I think we might have dropped a fucking
1: four-digit score on that uh, course. I was really glad we didn't end up playing real golf uh, as miserable as that driving rate was. The
0: reason I was excited to do it, uh, there's a secret selfish reason, is I have this app. You have it also, the Swing You app. And once you put in either three full 18-hole rounds or six nine-hole rounds or a combination of whatever that is, 72 holes in either form, it gives you a handicap. Oh. So this would be, this would have been the sixth round that I put into it.
1: Gotcha. I don't think I've been saving my rounds, and I haven't been keeping score on them either.
0: Right. I just discovered this was even a thing for nine hole rounds the other day. I actually thought it was only for uh, 18 hole rounds. Gotcha. But so anyway, um that's why I was most interested in in playing out here why I was so adamant about it and I would have probably increased my handicap considerably if we had played that day based on how I was swinging the club at the driving range.
1: Yeah well it was like
0: 30 degrees outside when we were playing so. I'll give myself a little bit of grace Uh, and so then we go to a Motel 6 where the shower doesn't work we discovered
1: the water worked however when you turn on the water the pressure from the water blew the shower head into the shower door there was like the internals of the shower head were missing so there's just like a plastic plate over essentially just a hose sticking out of the wall
0: right um So we did not shower prior to our Moses Lake show. And apparently at our Moses Lake show, but this room, we showed up and they were like, oh, you guys have a smoking room. And we're like, oh, no, please no. And they were like, oh, yeah, we had you down for a smoking room. I guess we can find you a non-smoking. So we found a non-smoking. And this is, I got to say, I've gotten spoiled because I haven't stayed in like a real shitbox motel in a long time. And this was a real shitbox motel. Yeah, about as yeah, about as bad as it can get. Because it was not, um, and no, no uh, beef with Deese. Deese is a good man. Deese, by the way, Deese has some good hotel rooms on his runs. And then somewhere it's like Moses Lake, where it's like, what is even available in this city? You know? uh, yeah, yeah. And in a range that makes it so that everyone can make money on the show, this is what it was. And so we get in there, there's two beds, they both have cigarette burns on them. It was the kind of place. I don't think we have bed bugs, but where you would not be surprised to get bed bugs. I'm
1: sure they have had they've dealt with bed bugs before. You know, it just just
0: occurred to me that they have newly renovated rooms. That was a newly renovated room we were in, and I bet you they the renovation was to fumigate for bed bugs. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then we had a. they called it a view of the pool which was very funny because the pool (laughs) had a like ratty torn up net over it and then just a detergent bucket (laughs) it's starting to get to the point where we're on roads that have snow sticking to them
1: yeah I am going to reduce my speed we are also getting into deer territory I was told I chose the route well maps chose the route for me the western side of this big ass lake and then one of the people from tonight's audience told us that it's the Western side that all the deer come out at and they come out after it snows. So I am on constant search for deer running from the sides. Yeah. And doing a podcast
0: at the same time. This is optimal, optimal time to do a podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we will be ending it soon. Cause I really hate this right now. So, uh, so then the, the fucking show in Moses Lake was fun, but the, sh- the show itself was very fun. There was a host on the show named Diane who had not done comedy in 10 years. And she did, uh, I think a combined like probably seven minutes of jokes between right before you and right before me. And they all went well. And, she knew some people in the room, but she got laughs from the whole room if you listen to this, Diane. You did well. You. She had a friend there who did much... More. I probably will have posted videos or will be posting videos from uh, this Moses Lake show. Um,
1: God, these roads are getting worse and worse. It's, it's so scary. Yeah. I really hate this. I'm... Well, if it's this bad here, I'm wondering what it's going to be like going through the pass in Idaho. Well, I think the thing is that I-90 will have actually had a lot of traffic on it. Oh, yeah, because we're, yeah, once we get, okay, yeah, that makes me feel better.
0: I mean, it is 40 per miles on this, though, so. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, Jess, what do we do? Why are we doing that? Oh, God, okay. Well, okay, I'm going to slow down a lot. That's fine. I'm going to slow down a lot. We should do a, um, a second part to this once we're both back home okay because i still have more of this trip left that's true you have a flight i have a whole drive good point back i do want to talk about all this stuff while it's fresh but
0: i that's a good idea oh the roads just like got much better all of a sudden yeah very deceiving i don't think that i think it's all fake but i'm fine you should go slow i'm with you this is the thing that people don't the way you drive in snow is slowly That's the way to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're a cautious guy. I'm a cautious guy. We're not trying to break any records. No. Um... Hopefully this is turning us southbound. Or maybe we're going south right now. Maybe that's why it got less bad. It could be. Who knows? Um... Anyway. So Moses Lake, there was this lady who was, uh... tangentially... Attached to Diane, the host. I guess I'm not going to be specific. If you want to see on (laughs) YouTube.com slash Casey McLean, there will very likely be a video of me interacting with this woman during the show. She's heckling. She's uh, apparently a person who does cocaine. And then she lived up to every stereotype of a cocaine that I've known ever in my life after the show. She waited until the owners left the brewery and then barged into the brew house where you and I were eating pizza quietly away from the crowd. Yeah. And then she's like, are you pussies going to come out here and drink with us? Or are you going to treat us like a bunch of peasants? And we were like, I mean, I don't think you're peasants, but I don't really want to... This is wild.
1: I was very... Unhappy that she came back there. Yeah, uh, you handled it significantly better than I did. Uh, I was trying with all of my might not to be very mean to her. Uh Uh-huh. And then she really just kept pushing.
0: Yeah, she did a thing where she took no hints. She took no social cues. You were like... I don't know what... uh, what the circumstance with you... Like, I don't know, what you were like texting or something? Not-
1: I was texting Cameron, my beautiful girlfriend, um, how much I hated this woman. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. And, uh, I feel like... We don't have a garbage in here anymore, do we? Okay.
0: Alright, I'm gonna try to put that can between my... I was getting sick of holding. I'm drinking caffeine because I have a real addiction and I'm going to still be able to fall asleep even though I've had like 500 milligrams of caffeine today. Oh, boy. Um, But I did just recently get a Fitbit and it takes your heart rate all the time. And uh, several years ago, I quit coffee for 37 days and my heart rate went down by 10 beats per minute on average. Down to like between 70 and 100 is considered like a normal resting heart rate and then anything below that's a lower resting heart rate anything above it is a higher one and I'm I went from 80 to 70 wow uh, anyway so this lady she also was like so I was egging her on because it was hilarious how much you hated it <laughs> yeah. and it was the funniest thing for me to watch her just continually shit on you.
1: Because she was so mean. She can... Yeah, she got meaner and meaner. Uh, the more she realized it wasn't really getting to me. Like, it, I wasn't going to break.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that seemed to upset her. That she... And then it... Like, yeah, it just continued to... Like, she was telling me I had an awful face. She hated my face. She hated your mustache. She, then she, like, started going in on my comedy. Like, right. t- saying me uh, that I wasn't funny. Uh... And it was like a, she would trade off between
0: you weren't funny and your face distracts from your jokes. They'd be funnier if you weren't so bad looking. It was, it was, and yeah, again, it was like, she just kept getting meaner and she kept saying stuff like, uh, dude, are you depressed? Like down, the, what does she say? Like, uh, what's that saying? Like, uh, down the stream for results across the stream for attention. Like talking about slitting your wrists. Oh, uh-huh. It's like, do you want a razor blade? It's like, what the fuck are you doing lady? And then she, uh... Uh... <laughs> I'm debating. I'm trying to let this lady keep her job. because She was very drunk. <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, everyone should get the opportunity to... We know exactly what her job was, is the point. And, uh... Because she wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. When I brought it up in the show, Diane, her co-worker and best friend just screams out no like don't say it (laughs) so uh yeah this lady and then she's like she goes are you guys coming with me and we're like what and she's like are you coming with me I'm like out to the brewery she's like no to my house I own a house don't you understand I own a house you can come party at my house and I'm like no no we're not coming to your house and she's like where are you staying? And I'm like, I'm not telling you what our fucking hotel room is, or what our where our hotel is. You know what I mean? Are you stressed out by this? The road has actually gotten
1: a lot better. I, mean, I don't know why this a person long still. Long time to get back in the other lane. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. a white The weather has gotten better. <laughs> the roads, at least, have gotten better. Oh, but she did have a friend, a very nice young man named Joey.
0: Joey, yeah, Joey. He was
1: very apologetic. A very sweet young man
0: bought uh, two bottle openers. Oh, really? Yeah. He, well, someone bought one for him, ours. and then he bought another one. He's a big comedy fan. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, Joey's sweet.
1: Joey, like, him, like Joey's wife. Yeah, Joey's wife. His like nice. other friend. Very nice. I'm sure this woman is nice. Early, early in the morning.
0: <laughs> Before she's had like a Bloody Mary instead of a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I would say. There was a thing going on, too, where, uh, it's a little bit of, like, um, we were in her, like, hang, her hangout. Yeah, that's her spot. And so, she was, like, trying to kind of flex her muscles a little bit. I've seen dudes do this a lot, and she had, like, in that way, like, some traditionally toxic masculine traits. Yeah, there was, yeah,
1: a lot of masculine energy there.
0: Um... Which I'm not saying is like uh, you know, as i have got to qualify this 75 ways, uh, they're bad traits. So it's okay <laughs> to talk about them, right? They were bad traits. So it's okay to say they were they were masculine, traditionally masculine. Men are bad, women are good. Except for this lady, she wasn't great. Um, that would that would not be the last horrific shrew we encountered in.
1: Uh, is shrew probably... That's probably not okay. Shrews, yeah, that's... A, I guess that's a bit... I mean, it's a cute... It's actually a very cute animal. True. It's
0: weird that it's snowing the hardest it snowed on the drive home right here. And yeah. the roads are the clearest of any roads we've encountered.
1: Yeah. Strange
0: juxtaposition. Very interesting. Um, very fun for the listener who's not getting video of this also. <laughs> I hope that, uh,
1: we make it. There is, um... I don't know if I sound it, uh, but there is an underlying level of terror.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and nothing is less distracting to a oh my person God. driving. Oh, my God. Turn them down. Yeah, the, the people with the brights, it's, I would say the right now the roads are completely clear. I almost wonder if on this part your brights are doing you harm. This is the one okay. thing about the automatic brights. Because they're, like, just illuminating the yeah, snow yeah, right now. No, it is, I
1: turned them down, and it is significantly better.
0: Um, not to be a passenger seat driver, I'm sorry. No. But, uh, so then today, we have this circumstance because of me, because <laughs> I'm a diva, and I want to fly home and see my family for Easter weekend. My daughter is, uh, it'll be her third Easter. First Easter egg hunt. Missed it today. Um third Easter and I'm going home I'm, the last two years I've been booked on Easter weekend so I've been taking these just horrifically early flights home so that I can see my daughter and uh, so because of that we're staying in Post Falls, Idaho and our pal Cassius, Casillas uh, set us up with a hotel what he didn't know and what we didn't know was that uh, while they said they could do early check-in, what they actually meant was not check-in. They meant we they could give us a key, but only if these Casillas was present, <laughs> and then we can't enter the room. It's illegal to enter that room until three p.m.
1: Oh my I think god! She can do. Cameron is alive. Your girlfriend's alive. Yeah, I've been messaging her. She's not been responding, but she has responded. That's good. That makes me. Feel You're good. more.
0: Uh, like possessive than I thought you were about your relationship.
1: Would you say is it possessive? I think it's Pro, maybe protective. I but. care more about her than I do any other person. Oh, you're gonna not, you're trying to manipulate me. I get it. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think I think it's like I'm not saying it is a bad thing. Like I'm not like she is your possession. Yeah, but like and that is what possessive means. So I get why you're defensive. Okay. But uh, I think it's like you're more... um, I don't know if there's a better word than possessive. I think it's like you're more like... uh, Because the other word I also don't think is... Maybe assertive is the nice way of saying it and then I think the other word I would use is like controlling but I don't think controlling is a good word hmm. for to describe it you're like more um, protective is a nicer word um, insecure maybe would be a word that's an insult but I think like you're like you know it would be accurate sure but I, I think it's all like in
1: a healthy level of those things Everything you've said leading up to just that... Pretty gnarly. Uh, ...went, went a guess against the, um... In a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an acid trip. It is snowing so hard right now. Yeah, this is not my favorite trip I've ever taken. I'm so glad, though, that I'm not alone in this. Yeah. If we die, I will wish you were alone.
0: <laughs> I would like to... I wish that you could just die out here alone Instead of me being in the car That would be my preference um, Oh man I thought that was just like a big patch of ice And it was just the road texture um, changed yeah. Oh Very stressful So we showed up and it's this lady At this hotel in Post Falls, Idaho That's like She is the housekeeper, the manager The janitor The the maintenance person All She's wearing all the hats She's got a lot She's she's a boss. She's a boss. This woman, yeah, lady boss.
1: Yeah,
0: and she's letting us know that she's a lady boss. She's not letting us fucking guys yeah, skate we on some gonna bullshit. Around. Yeah, she's gonna very, very small lady. Yeah, punched out of her weight class though. Oh, she. Yeah. Um, And we deserved it. We came in, just being polite and asking if it was okay if we took a shower in the room that
1: we come in and shower in the room.
0: Yeah, we just came in and asked nicely, and uh, also explained that we were, you know, weary travelers uh, who had not had a shower because the Motel Six shower was broken, and because we had left the Red Lion in Pasco, Washington, early in a fruitless attempt to play golf. We've been through a lot. Just two weary travelers looking for a hot shower, a warm bed, some compassion in this cruel world. But that is not important to this. That's not her problem. She was um, about four foot six. Uh, she had on a nightmare before Christmas. Hoodie. i don't know if you noticed that I jack's did not notice that jack uh skelton is that what his name is on i there? think so i fucking hate that movie so i don't not a fan myself she's i'd go i'd go she's our age like mid-30s oh yeah yeah i would say so uh ang- a ponytail that i could only describe as angry <laughs> uh <laughs> that has green tips
1: oh i didn't even notice that
0: yeah a lot of a lot of like contrasting listen, you're in Post Falls, Idaho. maybe you're like a like punk lady kind of you've decided that you got to take on seven jobs at this motel. By the way, the place that the part of it that we're staying in is not the part that we drove through. That part is so much nicer than the motel yesterday. It's actually not bad. Yeah the part that we drove through initially I was like, oh my fucking god, are we gonna get like murdered in post Falls? Tonight, technically maybe Coeur d'Alene, actually. I, it is Coeur <laughs> But when you think of Coeur Idaho, that's actually a nice place. Ah. And this was not a very nice place. Uh, so this lady, basically, she's like, yeah, nothing I can do till 3. Can't give you the keys. Can't, there's, and So we're, like, trying to figure out, like, can we cancel this room? The, the stupidest thing is, so if Deese isn't there, they can't charge the room to his credit card for us to be able to stay in the hotel. But if he cancels, because he can't be present, they do charge his credit card for us to not stay there. <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. And so we call our friend Alex Kaufman, who was doing a show in Missoula, Montana today thinking he was like an adult staying in a hotel, turns out nope. three people staying in his uh, co-producer's friend's house I don't have friends that good yeah it might be an age thing, maybe I had friends that good when I was younger, but they just didn't live in Montana But I don't know if I ever had friends that good um all we wanted was a shower, two weary travelers that's all we wanted.
1: It's not too much to ask, I don't think.
0: Yeah. We we will clean up after ourselves. We're very clean house guests. But we discovered that there was a... He muted us. He muted So they could discuss privately if we could use the shower. Alex Kaufman, friend of the podcast, past guest of the podcast, muted us so that they could have a private conversation about whether or not Jess and Casey could use the shower if they were worthy of the shower and we were deemed not so not worthy of anything and then as we're going through all of this process this uh young lady young nightmare before christmas (laughs) hoodie wearing lady the mood changed drastically pleasant i'd call her pleasant I'd say she grew to five foot three. also. It was an
1: amazing transformation. Yeah, of her. she was standing more upright. She had a smile on her face. Her skin cleared up she even. She gently came up to my window and said, you know what? Fellas. This is what's... Here's what we're going to do. She didn't say fellas. She didn't say that. Uh, apparently, the other night manager came in. He'd be able to check us in. They got a room for us ready. They got hot showers, they got towels, they got everything we need, no problem, just go in the office and let them know, problem solved. I don't understand Yeah. what happened. Also, she didn't go
0: clean, so her thing was, she's like, I'm cleaning rooms, I can't let you in the rooms because they might not be clean, and she didn't clean the room that we were, it's not like she, in the time that we were waiting, cleaned the room right. that we ended up, in. that room was available already. And it's just, uh, this. she had to wield a little bit of power. I would say, after meeting the night manager, that demographically, he might be a little more... He looked like he could be my fucking brother. Ah, uh-huh. Um, yeah, nice guy. He was so nice. The whole... It was like we walked into two different businesses. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we took our showers, together, of course, as weary travelers do. Yeah. Um, don't want to waste water. We are butt-weary travelers, not greedy. Well, we didn't have the energy to be washing ourselves. You know True, I mean? very we good point. We help. Very good point. And then we drove, we took the brave drive to, you know, near where Alex Kaufman and his co-producer, Rena, and a Montana comic named Thomas Blake, who I have met before, and who I now have a beef with. Yeah. Turn him down. Hey, turn him down. Come on. Turn down those lights. Rude. Yeah. I do think there's people that... It's weird because Montana would probably pride itself on being the kind of place where people know how to use their brights. Yeah. And that person probably just doesn't know how to use their brights. Um, They think you just leave them on the whole time. Only three hours and nine minutes left on this drive. That's blowing by. It is getting closer. My flight is at... Everybody, if you're out there listening... My flight is at 5 a.m. I thought it was at 6 a.m. I'm stoked that it's at 5 a.m. Board's at 4.20. I'll be smoking the chronic at the gate. <laughs> smoking the chronic like a fucking real pothead would say. Um, hoping to be asleep. Oh, my God. It's still so many hours, though. Because right now this says we're going to get to the airport at 1 a.m., I'm going to be so fucking tired. Anyway, we took the brave drive to Montana. Flathead Lake, drove through snow. Dr- Jess bravely trudged on. I wanted to turn around. <laughs> I was like, no, Jess, we can't do it. We can't possibly make it. You said, no, Casey, we must
1: provide we comedy. We gotta make it to the sh- These people are dying to hear 90 minutes of comedy. Exactly 90 minutes. The show, 90 minutes? How many minutes did we do,
0: Jess? On the dot, 90 minutes. Not a minute more, not a minute less than 90 minutes. Uh, that's all we were contractually obligated to do. I stopped mid-joke. I was like, <laughs> fuck you people. Dropped uh, the mic, yeah. jumped off I stage. I threw it at the guy in the front yeah. row, actually. Uh, he was... We, did, we had some crowd work interactions because this is... Uh, we were talking about this on the drive out here, but these are the kind of shows where it's like, if you're just like a scripted comic, it's really hard. yeah. On these, but like when you can kind of play off the- I like my biggest laughs easily were Crowd crowdworks, yeah tonight. yeah, for sure, and that you had some good ones, so you had one by the way, on that lady last night amanda amanda you've got to be ashamed of how you acted, I hope you're ashamed <laughs> I'm saying your name Amanda. <laughs> You had one on her that made me laugh really hard because she just kept yelling out stuff, and you go, none of this stuff seems worth yelling out, which I've never heard someone say that to a heckler before. It made me laugh really hard. I was doing a joke about how I feel lucky to be married, and she goes, you should feel lucky, and then she said something else rude, and I go, I feel especially lucky not to be married to that lady, and the crowd literally gave me an applause. Yeah, yeah,
1: and a good one, too. Like, they were were.
0: Um, yeah, so this was, like, a fun show. It was, like, a beautiful brewery, by the way. If you're ever out in Montana... Oh, my God. I expected it to be, like, a kind of dumpy, warehousey place. place. Um, which, that wasn't how the one we went to last night... Uh, Squirrel Fight Artisan Brewing? Was it Squirrel Fight or Fighting Squirrel? I couldn't,
1: Squirrel Fight. <laughs>
0: Squirrel, Squirrel Fight, okay. Fight Artisan Brewing. Um, who had a great, uh, like, low-alcohol... Chocolate, uh, Mexican chocolate stout That I liked And then they had a mango wheat that I liked And then just some pretty horrific clientele <laughs> This place Great clientele Every Both places people bought a lot of merch Which was nice Made the trip a little more worth it Because I sold one bottle opener in Pasco um, Very exciting Good way to round out the day We were told that it couldn't be dirty too dirty and I hope Deese isn't listening I'm worried it was too dirty <laughs> <laughs> because we found out that the guy in the front row let me, I'm not blaming I don't want to throw you under the bus you get booked by Deese again I found out that the guy in the front row had 7 kids and then the table combined had like 15 kids out uh, of 3 couples of and uh, their parents were all over at the other table next to them you imagine having 15 grandkids? Jesus. Christmas. I you you, know you just file for any... bankruptcy every yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they live in Vegas, those people, the parents. Jesus. Do we have anything more to say about this besides the fact that we are
1: just, like, terrified of this drive? I'm a bit... More relaxed now. The snow has calmed down. The roads seem clear. The car in front of me is actually driving cautiously, which makes me feel a lot better. Nice to have someone to follow at a safe distance. Yeah.
0: A real man, perhaps.
1: Mm, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. I um did we did we miss anything? We talked about the lady. Uh at the motel, we talked about the lady at the other place, the brewery. Was there anyone fun? Oh, we talked about my future husband at uh Pasco. Shout out again to Ying and Geese. Um Oh, there was the dude that was sitting next to you, the young young bro.
1: Oh yeah. He
0: uh, kept talking so this is another thing that happened. So Gabe Rutledge put out a thing on his podcast that I he couldn't have put it out at a better time because uh, he said young comics, I know some comics listen to this, if someone offers to buy you a drink at a show don't say oh don't worry about it, I drink for free here let the person pay the brewery oh, make the money yeah, make yeah, the brewery yeah. money that makes sense. and I did it at both places in fact, I watched the lady at uh, squirrel Fight smirk In Acknowledgement uh, uh-huh. Of that I just made the brewery And then I challenged Amanda
1: <laughs>
0: The Amanda The uh, the Terrible <laughs> Yeah, I challenged Amanda the Terrible That might be the name, name of this podcast That's pretty good yeah I challenged Amanda the Terrible to uh, Tip large <clears throat> And in the Toxic traditionally masculine Traits way she gave, I believe, this is what she said, a $100 tip. I believe it. And we also heard that she might make um, 2,000 times that every month. Yeah. Which is upsetting.
1: Yeah. I don't think she deserves it. It's <sighs> crazy that that same mind is capable of finding a job like that yeah it's what do you ever meet those people who you're
0: like like with your decision making skills how did you like physically survive
1: yeah yeah to yeah. this
0: point in life right without just constant intervention on right. your
1: behavior and like still having friends right the
0: what was the guy's name again the the nice kid? Nice kid. Joey. Joey. Joey made some reference to having like a party bus. So if that's true, check out Joey's party bus And uh... I don't know if that's his job or what, but check out Joey's party bus. Joey's the man. Amanda sucks. Uh... <laughs> The other lady kind of reminds me... We can never go
1: back to Moses League now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be ready for us. She's probably waiting for us right now. Like, she's got a shotgun at uh, Squirrel Fight (laughs) Brewing, and she's going to... She's just waiting for the next time we show up. Um, Yeah, so... Okay, I think we covered it all. Seems like it. Did we... You pooped in our hotel room immediately
1: oh, before we left. That okay, was... so we get to the hotel, shower doesn't work, and then I wait. I know I have to poop, but I waited until right before we left so that Casey didn't have to smell my poop in our already terrible-smelling hotel motel? I believe it a motel. Hotel motel, motel Holiday Inn, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I... We're just about ready to leave for the show, so I go to poop, and I even go to courtesy flush. And my courtesy flush, uh, I realize that the water is not going down. Yes. And I, I did laugh because it was, of course, that would happen <laughs> on yeah. top of everything else with that room. Of course, the toilet wouldn't flush. We didn't even describe the room, which is that it had. It was.
0: It had two beds in it, but it really didn't have space for two beds. So both beds were just jammed hard against the side of the wall.
1: It was a single bed room that they put two beds in. My bed was pushed up against the AC machine.
0: Yes, and the room was like too cold and too hot and or too hot. Sometimes both somehow.
1: Yeah, at this, at, yeah, there were many times there where I was cold, but felt clammy and sweaty almost. Yeah. which that could have been that we were, we might have been sicker than we even realized.
0: Well, this is going to sound like we have COVID. And we, sh- we <laughs> should know that you did have, uh, you have, you're a survivor, a COVID
1: survivor, a confirmed yeah. COVID survivor. Yes, recently enough that there's no way I have it now.
0: Yeah, but... Not so recently that you gave it to me. <laughs> Correct, yeah. Um, and I also think at some point I was a COVID survivor. Oh, well, am
1: been, I being the asshole? Maybe I'm, I'm too close to this guy. That's okay. It was, he was making him. me comfortable uh, for a deer. Yes, so that he hits the deer and yeah, dies. I figured there was no way for a deer to get between us. Right.
0: Maybe what a deer could come up from behind us as slow as we're going right now. Probably. Um... Some of the worst animals, those deer, I got to say. Don't like them. Yeah, not bright. Very dumb. Very dumb.
1: Um, Does... Does... Would you live in Montana? Would I live in Montana? If I didn't have anything to do and no aspirations to do anything, I could live in Montana.
0: I think the thing about Montana... That you'd have to figure out as a comic. So there's a comic named uh, Dan Cummins that actually lives in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Oh wow, I didn't he know He used to that. live in L.A. Established a career, has a very successful podcast, and now lives in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is I, I believe where he's from. That uh, that like weird breaking that person did was made me worry that they had hit a deer. Yeah. Um. So, what you'd have to figure out is... It's like, can you get a direct flight from, say, Missoula to L.A. Or Las Vegas. Which is... Maybe there's one to Las Vegas. But you gotta figure out a good airport. And other than that, I could do it for like seven months of the year.
1: Mm.
0: Right now, it's fucking horrible. I hate it.
1: I don't like it. It was too cold. I mean, even the people that live here are upset about how cold it is right now. That's
0: true. That's I'm a good point. supposed
1: to be like this.
0: Well, now what we've got is a person behind you and a person in front of you who thinks you are an over-aggressive asshole, which will be a fun dynamic to let play out. Probably as we end this cuz i'm not gonna we have nothing left to talk about. We've i've been around you for fucking 72 straight hours mostly in either the same hotel room or the car. We slept we immediately this is a i was so tired when we got to the budget or the the uh not budget um to the Motel 6 that i basically immediately fell asleep on the on the bed.
1: I was amazed at how quickly you <laughs> fell asleep.
0: This is not a trade I've had until recent years. I hope it doesn't represent some severe illness because it's actually kind of nice. Like, I can. uh, I'm a night owl anyway, but to be able to also. Jeez.
1: I realized my phone was no longer charging. I want to be able to get.
0: I will happily. I will happily do anything you need to not do that again. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we almost ended the podcast <laughs> with a with a bang. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's where I'm going to end it. I'm going to fix Jess's phone. We got 12 more miles on this road. Bye, everybody. Slow down, you motherfucker. Bye, friend. everybody.